This is Sandeep Menon and welcome to The Lead. The Lead is a Tech and Herald podcast that brings you voices from across the spectrum and various spheres of life. Music is a big part of life, perhaps all the more during this period of lockdown and social distancing. So what are the musicians up to at a time when there are no gigs to go for? Well, as we keep searching, drop their new album, Sleep, and its inspiration and sound resonates perfectly with the current climate so here is udipen sharma guitarist and vocalist of the band and sambit chatterjee the man behind the drums to talk music the indie scene in the country and the stories behind the organized noise that we all love so uh, first of thank you so much for doing this uh, both of you pleasure to be here man pleasure to so, be here uh, too yeah How how was the lockdown going for you guys? I mean, I know it's lifted now, but are you guys still pretty much stuck, you know, in the house and things like that? We're not stuck anymore. Uh, we were. I was stuck alone, and Sambit got stuck in uh, Bombay, and oh. both of us were like away from families. And recently, I have gotten my folks from Ahmedabad to Pune, and Sambit has gone from uh, Bombay to Kolkata, and he is also with. So both of us are now with our parents, which is great. After two months, which is what in, in, independent musicians do, <laughs> one month of no gig. And as you say, but lockdown is still here in West Bengal, huh? Till thirtieth July, yeah. they have extended the lockdown till thirtieth July. Though it doesn't seem like lockdown any of the mornings because everyone's roaming around. Yeah, it's just yeah. doesn't I mean, seem I, like I just, lockdown. I just saw today in Bangalore, we were more or less fine throughout this entire thing. But now it's just suddenly some nearly eight hundred cases today, and uh, today it happens when yeah. everybody thinks that everything is fine, you know. And Bangalore yeah. was the first city which opened up like nothing ever happened, and yeah, yeah. Yes. all the bars and everything were open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were giving out beers to the breweries, and though I was very jealous because I love Bangalore. Me and Udipan, we both have a. we both have this loving for bangalore breweries and the beer and everything you know yeah absolutely but I, i did get it actually <laughs> when once and got a brew special brew beer so yeah, but see we all accomplice in this we can't blame anyone <laughs> so uh talking about your music now one of the yeah. things the last time you guys came here for the roo album tour i was at the gig in korbangla uh, where you guys played so Do you have great connection with the fan? Because I remember Udipan, you lost your voice, and the <laughs> fans are sort of singing. I mean, not just fans. I was also there singing. The Yo, he was having a hectic back. time because he had just got done with the listening session, and then we rehearsed, and then we started traveling. So Udips was having a little bit of. Uh, but I didn't think that. I don't think that hampered any of the performance because absolutely not. It was beautiful. You know, I I pushed him to have ginger tea. I remember he kept on throughout the. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah. It was bad for the. It was bad for the week, if I remember. And yeah. uh, Bombay was the worst. And after Bombay, we came to Bangalore. And so, in between both the shows, I got like good uh, three three days off, I guess, and that helped. Yeah. But yeah, fans were great because Bangalore has always been the most supportive audience for us as a band. And yes. this has been there throughout our career so far, and yeah, that helps. And everyone was excited about Sambit because it was his first ever yeah. official 
show in Bangalore as a drummer. I have to say, man, when you stood up and started uh, drumming, I was like, oh, this is something I have not seen very often. I so, say right? that I get I get erect physically completely when I'm playing, so I need to <laughs> stand up. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a great game actually. I really really enjoyed it. Uh, I so, know, I know. We had a great time. We had a great. And I also had never seen fandom like that with all the LEDs. I was Ooh. like, you know, I was very impressed with the setup that everybody else had done for the band because we were doing a hectic sound check, you know, because we were very specific of what we want and the output we want and how people would get in and receive that. So, you know, Odips was very specific about where, who needs to stand because generally if you go to fandom, you know, you see that drum riser and all the mm. bands look the same, you know, they all look the same with that riser behind and everything. But we specifically had something in mind, which I think worked in our favor because the moment people got in, I mean, the LED was already on with, you know, yeah. so they were, they were kind of like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen? Because I could hear from the green room that, you know, people are like, oh, LED ka laga hai, bro, de, <laughs> bada LED hai. So it's, it's, yeah. it's good to see that, you know, it's good to always see that. You know, the whole tour was like the most, uh, like a grand tour that we carried along, you know, otherwise mm. it has never happened to this band where we would be taking one particular kind of production which is well thought designed and like everything put by a team also traveling with the band on a tour otherwise it would be just more about like going to a city and playing to whatever the venue offers exactly but this was more about the band planning through in and out and then making sure that an experience was created for the audience so i think that is the only reason why you remember this show more yeah i don't know because uh I want, so this is the story, okay, I figured you guys release through because I missed the last time you played. So then I told my boss like three or two months in advance saying that that Saturday I am not coming to work because I wow. bought tickets. And then forced uh, two of my friends also to buy tickets and uh, eventually three of them ended up coming with me also. So all of, all, of us had a, yeah, all of us had a great thing because I was like, we have to go for this thing uh, because... After Spotify came, it became very easy for me to convince others to come for concerts. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. You know, that, that was such a strange for me as well because I keep analyzing all these things. So before Spotify, it was not a trend of sharing uh, links for streaming. I don't know why. Uh, people used to listen also. to the music yeah, on Apple Music or maybe YouTube oh. or everywhere else. But no one used to actively participate socially in sharing uh, streaming services links yeah. and when Spotify came and I don't know like it was just about like for a reason they are the biggest streaming platform in the world and I, I think like we'll, we'll still have to think what goes behind their minds to make it such a great marketing tool. I think it is just uh, how easy it is to find similar bands. It's just that's what I was going to yeah. say they have a great algorithm to start with you know because all these things that we talk about end of the day it's all mathematics you know it's all calculated properly for everyone to reach a certain audience you know it's like how when you search on Instagram there's a certain thing that you will find which someone else won't so I think that's great with Spotify you know because they connect the same uh, fan base of a certain kind of because we found as me and Udipan and he keeps saying that even people from other countries have right now gotten so attached to our music especially sleep and all of that because it's just it, it, it plays a very important role in the algorithm that they do in connecting the right right music to the right ears I must say you know yeah, absolutely. who wants to listen to what
So after coming to that concert, I had this thought now that with COVID-19 and stuff coming, uh, how is that going to change you guys? Because you tour and when you tour, you have like a full house also. So how is that going to change the dynamics of the band? Dynamics of the band won't change. What do you think, Sambit? Like dynamics of the band is internal, which is more we about... We every day. We always no, I mean, I was talking day. about the dynamics of the band with the others. I mean, within you ah, guys, I'm well, sure well. you have your own things. Yeah, like we can't, we can't imagine how a live show would be next. Like mm. we can't imagine at this point of time. There has to be that first show which happens, either us or our friends or anyone playing a concert in a club or open air and then talking about it and until then Sambit is the I'm sure best, it's going to uh, be us I'm sure it's going to be us <laughs> because I can see it you know a lot of people kind of uh, waiting for that because I mean this gap has definitely taken a hit onto artists and everybody in general whoever's kind of a freelancer you know I mean when I say this I, I speak on behalf of the freelancers it's definitely taken a hit but you know as a lot of people say that how difficult, I don't think it's going to be difficult because there's a new era of uh, online music or new era of internet that's kind of which COVID-19 has brought in front of all of us, you know. I mean, the fact that we are doing this right now plays a very important role in that era, you know, which I had, uh, which I really feel and which we keep discussing that this is right now going to be the post-COVID-19 era where uh, people are going to get more serious about their social presence. People are going to get more serious about their online presence. People are going to get more serious about uh, their uh, how they speak on media. How, because as you see, you know, in the past two months, do you see the number of topics that have surfaced? You know, whether it's the, the you know Black Lives Matter or mental health or you know physical abuse, women being abused, you know, in households and you know, all of these topics now because it you can't keep it in your household anymore because that's what the world taught us you know that move on you know move on it's okay it's okay move on but right now that we can't move on and we are now moving in and not out these things are surfacing and that's what you know wait i'm i'm pretty sure that we're going to be one of the first bands who kind of uh, come forward and do the gig it's just, i don't know it's maybe it may be an intuition or maybe just a feeling because I know how much uh, it means for us to play live. Equally, how much the fans uh, want us to see live badly. I mean, the number of messages that we get, you know, on a regular basis. That kab hoga, kab hoga. And people posting our live photos, you know. You know, people constantly posting. I mean, they, you know, take took they took photos from their phone or DSLR, whatever. I mean, that's constantly coming up. You know, we can see on our feeds, you know, people are constantly. So I can, and that's happening for all of the bands. But there's some sort of a... I think it's got to do with sleep, you know, because that I think, you know, we kind of hit a home run with sleep coming out at the right time, you know. Uh, where I think people kind of. Ha, bol, bol, bol. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, go on, go on. No, go I on. think like the again. best way to summarize everything is that we feel that we are at a stage where we have a very solid connect with our fans. And uh, it is always, it always happens that in the hard times, you get to know the truth. And in hard times, we have our fan club. We have a certain certain number of fans who are very true to uh, knowing how we are doing, if we are fine, and how is everything going with the band and stuff like those, which are like small, small things. If because the reason why I'm saying is because uh, uh, the social media is so much polluted at this point of time, and even it being polluted if few of the fans are taking their effort to know about us and check on us 
that means we are very confident about the connect that we have built with the fans and exactly. whenever it opens up we will be in a better place because of our fans definitely 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 so how much do you guys miss playing for the live i mean you should have been out promoting sleep right now so how much uh, like do you miss playing in front of a live audience because i listen to your music i listen to other music but there is something that energy in the crowd from an audience to you i'm sure for you it's you know sleep is stronger. i mean sleep is more of a streaming album we were very sure and it and you also you know very weirdly it wasn't planned to release the day it did only because our engineer adhiraj had i mean he had typhoid he fell ill with typhoid and he was in the hospital and the whole release got kind of delayed and it i mean it was never planned to release or coincide with the virus coming in because i mean mudipan was going through a little uh, mental health issue and we were discussing that you know and uh, we were on the verge of planning and he was very clear of how he wants the sound of the album to be because he wanted something to kind of play when he can sleep he was very specific with that motive you know that aisa kuch gana banate jo matlab won't interrupt my thought process because our music needs a lot of uh, focus you know when you listen to zia or you listen to khwab or you listen to zu or you know it it requires a certain amount of attention there is a certain loudness there is a certain softness there is a certain dynamic but sleep is very it's completely different but yet it also has that it it very well has the skeleton of what as we give searching is you know and that kind of i think was played to our luck i mean who knows you know where who's planning all of these things but i mean not that i'd, I'd wanted adidas right to fall time. sick <laughs> it's not that i wanted adidas to fall sick but it matched it just you know, we were discussing right yeah it just fell in the right time released uh, the right day and it just fell to the point that when people kind of were because the lockdown started 23rd 24th of march and sleep released right in the middle of the lockdown 17th april so people were you know a little angst up and sleep helped them you know release that you know i mean walk through that you know we've received so much of messages that people uh, didn't speak to their families for a long time they shut themselves they weren't you know being with sleep helped them to kind of go through that you know so that played a very important role and that i think i proudly can say not just because i'm part of the band but you know i can proudly say we are, we are the only band who kind of did that at that point of time you know and we take we take value we take a lot of value with not just releasing it and going on tour but actually releasing our work for some kind of justice to why we are releasing it and it just happened to release in a time where people actually needed music like that and so we never thought about how we are going to promote it how we are going to do our live shows and stuff definitely as we keep searching is all about playing live and Uh, the experience of uh, consuming our product is more about watching us play live and uh, at this stage uh, we don't know when we will be playing live but uh, we do miss playing live you're yeah, going man. back i miss seeing these yeah. people man i just miss you know seeing these people having fun pushing them around on stage you know smiling at each other embracing a fuck up you know all of these things you know it just makes who we are you know i just love and also looking into so many happy faces in the audience yeah. you know that also like that's so much needed uh, for yeah. people like us who come back to a room to write music and you carry all these energies with you from every live show that you play 
one this uh, sleep like he said it came, i got an email saying as we keep searching has released the new album and all that thing from your uh, you know i subscribe to your uh, website newsletter and from, thank you yeah, thank you and of course uh, thank you for the music because i was like you said we are all cooped up in the house you sort of listening to the same old music again suddenly you have something new to listen to and so much different from the previous one ruh because you are not singing much at all in this album so yeah. like you says it's a very uh, mellow album in that sense mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. in the background it will take if you want to pay attention you can pay attention otherwise it's just there in the background yeah. to give you an ambience so where yeah, did yeah. this process come like he said about sleeping and you were having some trouble sleeping or things like mm-hmm. that so where did this idea come and how did it so the become the idea what was more about ha- already knowing what our sound is so we as a band have always used these sounds somewhere or the other throughout our discography so if you look back to uh, the songs with quab in 2015 and remove drums guitars and vocals you'll still find the same texture into it so these are the soundscapes which were always there so it was just that i was going through a mental health issue and it was not major but it was concerning and uh, that made me go through a lot of uh, uh, sleep related or relaxation music playlist on spotify and other platforms and eventually i realized first that oh these are the sounds soundscapes which we already use in our, in our music why not just highlight these for a while so that this album becomes an extension to all the playlists that people are already listening to so that was the only primary concern while making sleep and not thinking too much in terms of uh, the sound will change we don't have guitars we don't have vocals or anything and the best part about this album was uh, i sang in one song and i didn't play guitars throughout the album bob played guitar mm. sambit uh played uh, drums which is also like percussive kind of drums and not like full fledged drums in only one track however he was involved in the other tracks so it also helped us to explore our capabilities of exactly what else we can do and not just playing the guitar or singing the way i have sung in 2015 or 17 and at the same time i directed this album so it was like me directing what bob or shubham would be playing and similarly with some bits so we all had fun at the end of the day it is not just about sticking to what we already do but how we explore our own selves whenever i listen to your song it's generally uh, how do i put it it's it's like an expansion of sorts because it starts low like uh, kalga for example uh, or uns and things it just keeps building up building up building up and things like that it's like a journey so this one seemed very different it is a different sort of a journey i would say not like too different so as a listener do you think how how has people uh, reacted to the new direction that you've decided to go because for me your your vocals was always very important no, no i think I this is still great vocals. yeah yeah vocals was never important in as we keep searching because it was more about texture in room mm. yes things mm. changed a bit but uh, the whole song structure bit sambit is already doing some research and i think he mm. would be the right person to talk about it because we spoke about the strong song structures with as we keep searching Mm. yesterday and oh, okay. uh, we keep on doing all these uh, brainstorming you know like where we are thinking how to like expand our capabilities with our next album or whatever release it is coming so sambit was sambit would be the right person to talk about the song structure thanks man so now 
we were just talking about basically like every song has sort of like a structure to it you know it has a part a a part b and i'm basically a film student i've studied filmmaking and cinematography for my college and what something that i come back from that knowledge is that our film teacher always told us that every story needs uh, a beginning a middle and an end and it needs a conflict you know everything for the story to basically make sense uh, for a viewer listener needs a conflict and that is when as you are saying you know the journey happens and the movement happens and i have kind of noticed this while doing research with a lot of popular music that's been around 2018 19 and from the time i have kind of started taking music seriously because as you said you know very nice thing that you said was from the listener's perspective now the only thing that differs you know from the maker to the listener is that we kind of tend to dissect you know everything that we do you know even when i'm listening to uh, you know xyz you know whatever music that i'm listening to apart from just enjoying the music my brain naturally starts dissecting the music into its parts into its bare naked you know that what is and not just drums you know when i say it's it's the frequencies how are the frequencies reacting with each other you know in every song and how do they basically translate and then reach me and i have noticed this that there's a certain format to popular music there's a certain format to music uh, where if you've noticed i don't know if you noticed or not where whether it's popular music or it's you know every music begins in a certain way then they have a drop uh and this and when i say drop it can be emotionally also you know so don't just think it's a sound drop and then it, the explosion the drop can be taken as the conflict which is in music sort of like the bridge or mm. you know which i mean we call as the bridge i mean I, and why do we call it the bridge if there wasn't a drop so you know all these theories all these words kind of make uh, because the reason why it's called a bridge is because then it will connect the meaning will get complete you know from part what you build and how are you ending it because you will see in a lot of songs how the ending and beginning happens it's very similar but it's just that the ending is a little more exaggerated you know it's a little more emphasized because right now it's it's like how how it happens you know when you're in a relationship with a certain person in, in the beginning you're a little apprehensive and then when you reach a certain mark of comfort with that person in the relationship there happen fights happen there you know there are Uh, conflicts happening because your ideologies and now because now that you've gotten comfortable mentally and bodily you'll start having conflicts with the comfort zone that you guys face and then when certain relationships last is because they kind of mend that with the exaggerated feeling that how the relationship started and that's what i mean we i mean the good thing about the band is and at least the three of us me odipan and bob is that we keep talking amongst each other you know whether it's bullshit whether it's madness whether it's a wrong idea because it's very important to talk you know especially at this time you know which i feel is great because we three can not talk about as we keep searching and still talk for an hour and a half you know yeah. we can not talk about music we can not talk about band but we can still converse we can still share a laugh so all these things you know all these stories all these moments kind of built and right now i'm working on you know the next album we are we've already made scratches or dummies as you call you know of a few songs and that's why i had called uddipan yesterday to know what he's feeling right now what is his mental space you know that, i mean after you know all these things happening because uddipan stayed in that house alone for two months and that's a huge thing to do you know that's a very huge thing to do for someone to for a musician or any artist you know to stay alone for such a long time 
it, it, it gets overwhelming, you know, with the cases of people, you know, you know what's happening around, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it can get very overwhelming. So it's very important for us to keep a check on each other, you know, for me to keep a check yeah. on him, for him to keep a check on me. So that's how you, you know, you do all these, uh, you know, brainstormings when you take all of those theories and all the story theories and then you put it to your music because end of the day, if you can't be honest about your situation of your mental situation, your music is ain't going to come honest, dude. It ain't going to translate uh, honestly to whoever's listening. And that is where I think our fans kind of, because our music, if you see Indian popular scenario, it's not the popular music, you know. Uh, tell me, I mean, name me 10 popular post-rock bands from India. You won't be able to. I know no. you can't. Yeah. I know I can't. And um, the reason why, that's yeah. the reason why, I mean, we've I... reached that place in, sorry, man, I just get done. We've reached that place in our fans' uh, minds and their lives because it's hit that spot. They can somehow sense that. They can feel that. There, there's something, you know, there's a story, basically, you know, as I was saying, they, they, you, they feel that conflict. They feel that completion with Kalga, you know, they feel that, you know, mm. when Udivan's saying, dude, dude, he's saying that I can literally see you. And, and the reason why you said Kalga weirdly, because all the gigs that we played, we didn't put Kalga in the set list, you know, and people mm. kept on shouting Kalga, you know, they kept on. And that's probably one of the most different songs that we have, you know, it's not like, you know, an in and out like there you are or in circle. It's such a different, it's such a rise sort of a song, you know has such a beautiful conflict and all of these things happening. And I, I, I don't know if you know, Udipan actually cried a little bit while recording the song. He, he wept. He literally wept while singing the song, you know. It took him a certain time to sing that. I remember because I wasn't in the band, but I was that ghost fifth member in the band where Udipan would keep sending me, you know, asking me, kya hua, achha laga, ye la. because we had that mutual respect for each other. And I remember listening to that. I was like, bro, are you crying? And he's like, yeah, bro, like, I really, like, I broke down because it was just me alone with Adiraj. We switched all of the lights off and I was like, I want to get deeper into this. And yeah, people kind of feel that. It doesn't go unnoticed, dude. Anything honest doesn't go unnoticed. I like the fact that this band is a lot about psychology also. I have realized it quite late, <laughs> but I have realized it now in the lockdown. And I am loving this version of As We Keep Searching where we talk about psychology, you know, which is great. a new direction altogether. And the very fact that you took people to that place to have uh, the experience, because you went there yeah. and I think that's where Kalga comes from. You took people, you had fans come with you to go there and things like that. I mean, that speaks volumes about uh, uh, about certain kind of, like you said, honesty to the music, which is important for someone like me. Because when I saw that video, I was like, oh, this guy, man, I should have gone. I mean, if I, I, and you I missed will. out. Next yeah, maybe once. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I mean. Music can be very, it, it can be very simple, you know. It can be a very like a E minor to D change. But all that depends is the honesty that you put in that change. You know, you can play one chord in a whole song, but if you know why you're playing that chord, you know, that's what it needs. It doesn't need a million chords, which doesn't mean that people who are playing a million chords aren't honest about that. You know, it's just that it boils down to that one feeling. If you are in that moment honest about it, it just happens. You know. Why do you feel like there is, so, uh, there is only one band who I can sort of think of along uh, your line of music? It's not really the, the same ones, but it is an old Bangalore band called Until We Last. I don't, they're no, no longer playing. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. We've played so they were, Yeah, they were a good band. I, sometimes I always think of them when I listen to your music as well, uh, because it's some correlation. But why do you feel there is not enough post-rock bands uh, in India or even 
generally the progressive rock that side of uh, music in india uh it's not about the musician i feel it's not about the music it's about the consumers we don't have a bigger set of audience to support this genre yet we uh, the whole the because it again boils down to just one fact which is like if i'm surviving on ticket sales and for an indie indie musician to actually take that leap towards just sitting at home and earning from uh, streaming like uh, uh, it takes time it takes a lot of effort in selling tickets and a lot of bands were there when we started and i think uh, eventually it just narrowed down to us or i don't know if there is any other there are a couple of new post rock bands like across seconds and mm. uh, so they are they are working hard they are uh, trying to have their own set of audience but to push some someone there are like different aspects which comes into the picture and one of it is the um, uh, consumption level and it depends completely into the consumers so i think like uh, we don't have an audience to this genre yet and that is the primary I mean, reason this question is more more to the more you should ask to the people than to the musicians because yeah. if you ask me i i used to play for a metal band i i mean i still play for a metal band but most people don't know because metal for most people in india was a phase you know you know a lot of people say that mera wo metal ka phase chala gaya that never happens dude because most people who took that music at that point of time did that because it was popular a lot some people stayed deep with it like you know sahil you know makija he stayed deep with it because he connected truly to it you know and as you can see his this is complete honesty in what he does you know but the reason why you know um, neither of his bands kind of uh, are doing that well is because you have to blame the consumers because they also took it as phase they were never completely so honest with that form of music which is okay it's not like there's a blame game to it but it's just that i mean more, these questions are more for the people who are the buying you know i mean who are buying the product than you know it's like the same question about nepotism i mean why did you go and watch a shahrukh khan film when you knew that there were better films available it's just that i mean it's the blame is equal to everybody else you know you can't just blame the actors you have to blame everybody i i only remember once one quote by satyajit ray in 80s where he mentioned like how independent films were not doing great because the mass the audience who actually consume in numbers are backward audience because they are more about following the herd towards commercial music uh commercial films yeah so that's why independent film could not grow at the similar way how commercial films grew and, and that is because it was it, it, it against it, it it has been there always in india in with respect to art any art which is highly relatable to the masses is the art which is easy and more about what they are like the masses are for us the only element of having hindi was very um was a boon for us because it helped us to at least reach the audience in a certain way after that it developed after that it just developed in completely uh, as we keep searching way but initially that hindi thing clicks man after all we are in a place where hindi is the mass and that helped us not that we thought about it or we designed our music that way i was singing in hindi 
from 10 years and it just happened that when i made as we keep searching it just flew in that whole direction but that hindi bit helped us to put our music to the masses or wherever we are going now also to add to what udipan said i think when when this question comes to why people don't like like artistic stuff or why people don't i think it end of the day boils to education people who are not i mean the, i started watching more art films when i went into college is when my education got that higher my understanding the, of the depth of a certain art got better and that question i think has to be pointed to the government because they took a lot of funds out of education you know from healthcare from education from these sectors they took a lot of those funds out you know so because they probably knew that if if the masses are educated if the masses are aware if the masses are conscious maybe they might just get trickled down from the throne where they are maybe they might not be as comfortable in their political seats where they are so there's a political mm-hmm. agenda to you know someone watching a massive film and someone watching a sham benegal film or a satyajit ray film to someone you know i will listen to progressive or jazz when i have the understanding and the knowledge and the education for it you know or else my childhood went around uh, hearing munni bad naam hue and that happened you know because i did not know i grew myself luckily because my dad's a musician i had the education at home and b because i myself diverged my i delved i went deeper into music because i had that knowledge the education i was studying in a good school i was studying in a good college you know so now imagine 10 crores of udipan or sambit who are good properly educated they know they are conscious they are aware and uh, now they are basically delving into something that's not comfortable something that's not just brain entertainment but something that will help the brain use what the brain is there for the first place you know you know and that's what i mean it's a it's a political agenda to end of the day where matlab bollywood free gigs some of the dance and item songs are good because they sell and keep feeding the mass that because then they'll stop asking which i mean also why alcohol is legal and marijuana is not i mean it's the same reason i mean you stop asking questions you're drunk roadside and you're done so i mean everything has a reason for it and every reason has an effect it's like cause and effect you know everything is cause and effect the cause is that bad education and the effect is bad arts and it's very simple and then it all comes down to your question about why did no band survive <laughs> it's quite a heavy relationship <laughs> but i think yeah. like you 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 have gotten the whole gist of it matlab we to talk a lot about all of these things because it's just <laughs> because this is our only industry you know i mean hmm. this is our company as we keep searching this is our industry and if we don't do the research 50 years from now the musicians who come they'll blame us you know that our ancestors didn't think about this our you know predecessors didn't think about this and we have to take this we have to keep doing the independent music that we're doing so that 50 years later the musicians can comfortably play music though they won't remember us i don't know maybe or may not but our, but our hard work to... will stay ah sorry ha bol 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 yeah sorry sorry, sorry. no but also we have to not forget the fact that until we last guitarist or the mm. founding member ketan yeah. has moved yeah. on as ocean tide and he's still making music you know yeah. there are, there will be there will be very few such people who would actually keep on doing it even if one project has failed it's not about failing he has never failed he made music yeah. with his heart and that's why you remember great... him without yeah. the band being active so the whole the people failed the master failed him 
the masses failed the people people failed in supporting the band in supporting that kind of music in supporting or maybe the promoters failed people who are in the real business who are uh, uh, i don't like this fact about india is that india is very trend loving kind of a market exactly. in which we just run behind the trend i was part of it and uh, now i'm trying Same. to change hopefully Same. people will change who are in the business who gets the business done because love is completely different but what dominating now is completely true business and this business have killed so many bands you know and then we complain about why the band didn't work hard and stuff but at some point of time people are actually working hard look at ketan he is he has moved on to do something which exactly. is sustainable and he's still making great music nice example maybe we can it's always a lot to like discuss and explore things but i think like we have spoken what actually is needed look at uddipar he's already started his solo project you <laughs> have <laughs> my solo project is more about like uh, an excuse to not see this face more often you know <laughs> but are, are you working on a solo project he's already no, done tours he's only started doing you know i i just keep on writing music and i'm trying to see how how far i can go alone and mm. uh, and then because i i also did couple of tours as solo artist and eventually after two tours i got that set up inside the band you know <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's how we create because new we were, we were like we, we were like he got all of the setup we saw so we went at a gig where you know uh, the day before our gig he was playing a solo set at in guwahati and we were we saw all of the stuff and we went for the gig we were little high also and we were like oh nice cool that that sounds good and we were like why don't you try it at tomorrow's gig and i mean he's also pretty okay with it he's like ha huh, chal let's start i mean so we brought all of that and from next gig all of it is on you know his solo set and our set everything is just and it actually sounds damn good and that's what i love about this band that we never fail to try an experiment even if that thing fails you know even if that thing falls flat which touchwood hasn't but that's what i love about this like you know the the two boys you know dipan and bob that we always are so much into the fact that let's let's try it out no even adhiraj like karte kya ho jayega let's try it and the worst What's the worst that can happen sometimes we fail and then it would be like converted which will be conversed as a joke you know are oh. bro what a Waste failure, <laughs> yeah, and then we would just go back to normal or try something else. That's the best part. So, t- is there any road stories you can tell us? There are so yeah. many road too, stories. Too you have many to be roads. So road many. with us. You, you are be best. Have, you have to wait for the biography that we write, maybe, or the <laughs> or the um, film documentary that we make on our life or on touring. you have to wait for that otherwise there are so many stories you know every tour every gig we play we have something or the other and happening and all some some weirdness happens something happens one day we were eating at this uh, dhaba suddenly we are i mean just a, a little ahead we see right one truck is completely toppled like 360 okay and like, okay fuck that's a little weird and we were coming back from i think sikkim manipal we were playing the gig and oh another weird thing happened that gig which we'll talk i can come later so we come out we look right so someone said that this this accident happened last night where the driver basically got a little drunk while driving and in a turning hit a car and the car toppled 360 hit a building came back hit this truck this truck toppled 
and both the car and the truck top toppled and went inside the bloody shop and half of the shop this side were open and selling food <laughs> and the other half was blocked you know and the night before this gig so we were playing sikkim manipal completely in the moment in circles suddenly this boy comes up okay on my right and he keeps shouting something you know and a lot of times what happens when you're playing college fest people get damn excited you know the boys are and the boys and girls they're kind of getting free from the pressure of college and education and all of that they lose out and one or two kids just come up on stage this kid was super high i mean i could see it in his eyes you know he was super high with a lot of sorts of intoxications running in his veins and he just comes up to me he's like give me your mic and i can't hear because we have in ears on right we use yeah. the sure 535s so the in ears are on and we are playing and we having a great time and none of these i mean udipan's gone up ahead because it's the end of in circles and bob is having a great time shubham and this boy keeps on saying that give me the mic or i'll hit you and i was like what and all of this is getting recorded on my gopro ha huh, behind because i just record the gigs just for fun just also to see that how are we improving you know day by day as a band you know what went wrong blah 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 so i'm like and in the middle of the song this never happens you know these boys know this never happens i just stop playing and i open my in ear this like give me the mic i have to make an announcement i said bro are you are you are you you've gone mad wait he's like you will not understand this is about love i have to say something to my girlfriend <laughs> and 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 i stopped playing okay the backtracks when udipan turned and bob turned and the the ushwam turned and the whole crowd is like usko maro maro and like <laughs> you know, relax dude no one's going to hit anyone and sort and in the midst of all of these things i mean generally when you go up on stage you're asking for a mic you go to a vocalist you go don't go to a drummer ask for a mic <laughs> and by the time our team our security department and our manager yes, everybody had come uh, he had come up he already dragged him and then a huge fiasco happened they call me next day from the college that we are very sorry we have already you know we are taking actions i say more than actions ask him once you know because the actions might just not explain you know anything speak to him once that why did he do it you know because if i was if this me was the sambit 5 years ago bro i would have picked a fight i would have i might have hit him also because at that time i was way more restless and i would take my work very seriously but i saw his face and i saw that he's not in his he's <laughs> not in in himself you know you know sandeep uh, uh, the best way to actually get this whole story would be for someone to watch sambit as a video like this podcast <laughs> more you watch some bit and that's how entertaining he is you know i yeah. i just i'm just making it clear for the audience that if you want to be entertained you have to watch some bit talk and explain because <laughs> his whole body language the movement of hands the excitement is completely different yeah but yeah, i think it comes across through the audio also but Yeah, video does add a lot to the comedy. Yeah, we are just putting uh-huh. it there for anyone listening to this, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, this, uh, this is something I want to ask you. Both of you can answer this. Uh, I want you guys to like music is a different level. I mean, in terms of what you feel. So uh, I'll tell you my favorite uh, live music experience was listening to Stephen Wilson when he came here and performed. Oh, fuck and yeah, 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 yeah. 
favorite my favorite song of all time is raven that we sing and that's how he ended the set and uh, i was i was crying no nah, same here same here i was a little drunk also but i was crying like properly sitting and weeping and my friends are all hugging me and all saying oh it's okay and i'm like yeah i'm okay i'm just crying because the music is amazing <laughs> and then i got a chance to interview him which is one of my oh I mean, wow and yeah he told me that people keep doing this like he feels that's his best song because of the emotional response that he gets from the audience so uh, from your perspective as a creator of music and as a consumer of music what is your best experience on stage for me on stage on stage or as a uh, audience oh i i loved watching uh, arctic monkeys for some reason i just never thought it was a live concert but a movie the way they have designed their set and it was just a special moment because uh, on a europe tour we stayed back to explore other festivals and stuff i have been to a lot of festivals and i have watched a lot of bands but that show was completely different because of the aura that they created on stage the energy that they exchanged with the audience and the whole stage the setup the way they were performing being so calm and relaxed i think like that would be my best moment because i stood there and it never happens that i stay in one place for one and a half hours no <laughs> matter who is playing even my favorite artist playing i would definitely move around or go back try to listen to the band from different places but that show i was just in the same place and uh, that's why it would be definitely special for me my special gig uh, like that would be when i went to uh, watch dream theater right this oh. is right before mike pot and i took an exit from the band yeah. and dream theater as a band plays a very important role in my life because that is one music that i connected not just alone but with my dad you know we both kind of used to listen we, it's got a lot of they've got a lot of influence from indian music and uh, on 4th october 2009 basically we were doing like a, my dad was uh, doing a europe trip with pandit vishwamon bhat and he called me my mom and my dad and my uh, sister for just a small trip after the gig was over and like how these people did you know like after how their tour was over so i was just moving around and uh, i remember when we got the tickets i had asked my dad that do you want i mean can i see because you know i'm first time i'm going to europe and do i do i see if there are any gigs happening anything happening and i didn't expect any band or anything to happen and weirdly enough we were in paris for 3 days 3rd october 4th october and 5th october and on the 4th october I checked the Dream Theater was playing in Paris in this place called Zenith, and it was just a complete coincidence, you know. And I just couldn't believe, you know, that they were playing. I went and asked my dad because I, I obviously I was 18 years old. I didn't have money to buy the tickets or anything. I went and asked Baba that, and he was like, "What? Dream Theater is playing?" I said, "He said buy the tickets right now and buy a good seat, you know." And luckily, we just got so generally when gigs happen in a huge auditorium, there's a pit section in front of the stage where people stand. and there's a seating you know arrangement around here so we got the first seat of the seating arrangements so after just after the pit and uh, i clearly remember uh, before them opeth was playing opeth uh, opened oh what a band oh, oh shit that's a crazy and, that's a crazy lineup man to go into oh opeth yeah 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 and someone threw a shoe at opeth i remember and <laughs> and and because they were shouting d t d t and oh, the singer was like c First of all, you know the how the show schedule is going. You know, you know that Dream Theater is going to come after us. So you being in the auditorium is stupid enough. And what I'm going to do after the show is I'm going to go out and look for that guy with one shoe on one feet on one foot. 
because I have the other shoe and I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. And that's it. This is exactly <laughs> what he said in front of and the whole audience was like, yeah, that charged everybody up, you know, and nobody said DT after that. They all listened to, I mean, that's a great lesson for me as to how to dominate the audience, you know, which was, you know, I mean, great lesson for me. And after that, Dream Theater got up and I mean, I jumped from the seat. I avoided a security guard, went into the pit and... I was just, you know, standing there and as, you know, Udipan said, because it just emotionally played, because that was the first band ever in my life that I'm watching. Okay, before this, I have not watched any international band. I have no experience of any international festival. I have no experience of what is a PA, what is a sweet spot, what is a huge gig. So I go, 18-year-old Sambit is first band is Dream Theater and my biggest band is Dream Theater. So you can very well understand the impact that it's created. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm crying, you know, when they're playing Dance of Eternity, they're playing A Night to Remember. I'm just crying out there because I can't, I can't believe because it's just everybody singing, you know, with the song and the whole movement. So that, that is the day kind of which solidified the feeling that this is what I want from my music someday, you know, that I will be with a band or make music in a band, not individually, but with a band, you know, in a way that this translates to the people, you know, though it's happening at a smaller scale in India, you know, but in the timeline of how music happened, you know, we are the first generation of musicians doing this, you know. Uh, so maybe in a 50 years, a band like Dream Theater will come out from India and they will reach that, you know, and uh, that, that, that made me feel that, okay, this is, this is what I want to do. It's not because my dad's a musician. It's because I am a musician even before me realizing that I'm a musician. And today is the day. It's complete. The circle's complete. So I was not going to ask this question, but now that you bring it up, it just popped up in my head. Because that day, people were singing your song at you uh, when you were playing in Bangalore. And I've seen videos of Eddie Vedder singing Better Man and the entire uh, Madison Square Garden singing it for him. And watching it on YouTube, I can feel this thing. So uh, what does it feel for you as a musician, the writer, the singer, the drummer, the, uh, whoever is part of that band to hear an entire audience sing your song back at you? What is that feeling like? What? What? I mean, can you bottle it up, that feeling? You can sell it for millions, I guess. No, I think like that is the only reason why we don't get tired after back-to-back -back shows. <laughs> like, we are always spending most of our times in the airport or like in the whole logistics pit. And then we go on stage every evening and uh, thinking that, uh, like, assuming that we are not tired, but we are tired. But until that step when audience sings back at you, you get the energy back. And that's a powerful thing. Won't be able to sleep that day with the adrenaline and all that pumping through you. No, we, we get good <laughs> sleep because we get good sleep. Yeah, I was just... But because it's really... Tiding, you know, because I mean, as you understand, I mean, there's no uh, shadow to be kept or no curtain curtains to be drawn. We buy the cheapest possible tickets in and out, you know, so that, you know, the turnover comes out well and we can. So we literally take the last flight and the first flight. So the gig is out. We are leaving to the airport and going to take the flight in flight and in airports. We sleep and we're reaching morning and we try and reach the airport and do the sound check and then go. Because so that we completely get a rest. So during gigs, we hardly get like three to four hours of sleep in a week's time. Yeah. But those three to four hours are such content sleep. It's just because of these things happen, you know, because we don't have any complaint. Because we know that when we are going up on, you know, place like Fandom or when we are playing a Top Cat in Calcutta, 
we know that the moment we enter stage all of the tiredness all of that is going to be sucked in by the audience you know as people say energy transfers it never stays you know it can't be created or destroyed that energy keeps transferring from them to us and us to them and them to us and that and so many people according to four you know so you know how much energy we are getting and giving yeah. so it just that cycle is endless it's a loop it's an infinite loop we are locked in i honestly can sit and talk to you guys forever but uh, i'm sure you that'll guys have life to get back that'll be that'll, that'll be very creepy <laughs> <laughs> And, and but I'm yeah, sure you have. Lovely. It was yeah, lovely that's... having a chat with you. After a long time, we even both of us are talking about all these things because we don't always talk about stuff like uh, what we spoke with you, you know. And there, there always needs to be a reason to have all these conversations. And thank you for doing this. Absolutely, this is absolutely my privilege and pleasure to do this. I chased you guys for a while uh, before I managed to get this set up. But uh, thank you so much for uh, yeah. Thanks, so, Sandeep. Uh, Thanks, Sandeep. Hopefully, Thanks we can so do this later on in person. The next time when you're here, maybe we can do this yeah, yeah, in yeah. the yeah, sitting next to each other. The plan is all about hope. Absolutely. Yep. And thank you so much for your music too. Thank you. Stay thank well. You. Keep washing thank your hands. You. So, bye. See you. See you. Bye. That's it for today. Tune in this evening on our news update podcast from the newsroom. to catch all the exciting developments of the day and to get the news while it's still budding have a great day for latest news and updates log on to www.deckenherald.com check out our e-paper at www.deckenheraldepaper.com to read news on the go sign up to our telegram channel t.me/deckenheraldnews download the all new deckenherald app for the latest news a personalized news feed and even an insta story style news highlights download the app from google play store or apple app store Link for the app will be available in the show notes. Have a great day.